Hello, everyone. Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Omar Bourne and Allison Panisi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Omar Bourne. And I'm Allison Panisi. Thank you for joining us. We want you to come back as often as you can, so feel free to add Prep Talk to your favorite RSS feed. You can also follow us on social media. It's summertime in the city, and this episode, we are talking about senior preparedness during the heat season. That's right, Omar. Older adults are more at risk during excessive heat. But here to break it all down are two people who play very important roles in preparing New Yorkers for heat emergencies. Please welcome to our show, Linda Whitaker, Assistant Commissioner for Emergency Preparedness at the New York City Department for the Aging, as well as Johanna Conroy, Director of Human Services here at New York City Emergency Management. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Allison and Omar. Thank you. Linda, I'm going to start with you. Now, many of our listeners may be unfamiliar with the Department for the Aging. Can you tell us about your agency and some of the programs that you have for older adults? Well, experience says that Many people in New York City don't know that there are 1.5 million older adults, Mm -hmm. age 60 and older, who live here. And the Department for the Aging is committed to helping them age in their homes and communities. And our mission is to eliminate ageism and ensure the dignity and quality of life of diverse older adults. Mm -hmm. We also work to support caregivers through service, advocacy, and education. And we accomplish these goals by partnering with hundreds of community-based agencies to provide services through our senior centers, naturally occurring retirement communities, case management and home care agencies, home-delivered meals, mental health and friendly visiting in each borough. We have Senior Employment Services Unit, a Caregivers Resource Center, Elderly Crime Victims Resource Center, Grandparents Resource Center, Foster Grandparents Program, Bill Payer Program, and Volunteer Resource Center Program, which addresses many of the things that we see that occur to people as they age in New York City. You know what I like about this is that within Linda's first sentence, I've learned so much more about the Department for the Aging. And we work with the Department of the Aging very closely, which is, it's incredible, the amount of work that is done by this agency. So it's so wonderful to have you. Now, Johanna, you are Director of Human Services here at New York City Emergency Management, and you also play a very big role in preparing New Yorkers for emergencies. Can you uh, explain to our listeners what your role is specifically? Sure. Thanks, Allison. Uh, The Human Services Unit at New York City Emergency Management works to create plans to address the needs of our citizens leading up to disasters and after emergencies. This includes, for example, sheltering, large-scale feeding, and basic needs that may arise or be unmet after a disaster. We work with nonprofit and government partners such as DIFTA to create plans with everyone's families in mind, adults, children, seniors, people with disabilities, and even their pets. And for our listeners, DIFTA, uh, which you may hear us uh, say, is actually Department for the Aging. So, Linda, the Department for the Aging, or DIFTA, works closely with our city's emergency management department to prepare older adults uh, before emergencies. Can you explain to our listeners what that partnership looks like? We know we love it, but we would love to tell New Yorkers why. The Department for the Aging has uh, our unit, which goes out into the community, as well as partnering with the New York City Emergency Management Agency uh, Senior Outreach Coordinator. 
who visit many senior centers, naturally occurring retirement communities, churches, community organizations, block associations, to bring the message of the importance of being prepared before an emergency occurs. And uh, if I remember correctly, our senior outreach um, specialists, um, I want to say it was about 100 um, senior centers that he visited, 100 presentations that he did last year. So we're really out there um, sharing the message uh, of preparedness. Now, a big part of senior preparedness is making sure that seniors have an emergency plan. Linda, how important are these plans to helping seniors before an emergency? Well, emergencies are really classified as an event that's going to take place and you don't expect it, but you need an immediate response. Mm -hmm. So preparing beforehand reduces the stress. Right. Um, it also helps the emergency personnel that may come into being to help the older person um, know and what information they'll have, their immediate contacts, where they're gonna go, what kind of medications if there's a real, where their life is in uh, a crisis. Um, if they can't go home, where they're going to stay. And if they do all of this information ahead of time, this presents a really good plan. Because stress can do a lot to you. You just don't know. And, and we always like to say that uh, you don't want to wing it when there is an emergency. It's better to have a plan and make sure that you're prepared. And it's great that our senior coordinator goes out um, to the senior centers and teach them about how they can make an emergency plan. That's important for everyone in the family uh, from the youngest of the age until the oldest of the age. So we want to make sure that everyone is prepared and it's great that we can go out and help them with that. And the Department for the Aging also sends out workers that will help people prepare. We do a lot of weekend ones as well as during the week. So. Mm, wonderful. Uh, Joanna, switching gears here. Emergency management works closely with the city's health department to issue safety tips to New Yorkers, specifically vulnerable populations like older adults before extreme heat. Who are some of the other people who are at risk for heat-related illness? Sure, Omar. Um, there are a few other categories of people that are at higher risk for um, illness and death after during a heat emergency, mm -hmm. um, such as people who have chronic medical or psychiatric conditions, those who misuse drugs or alcohol. Um, and in addition, people who are taking certain medications could have a higher sensitivity and should consult with their doctors about potential complications due to extreme heat. So, Johanna, Omar mentioned safety tips. Um, and I, I think the basic ones, you know, from my own perspective is extreme. If there's extreme heat, drink lots of water, um, plenty of fluids, stay out of the sun, use air conditioning. For those who don't have air conditioning, the city opens up cooling centers. Um, so what type of facilities are cooling centers and where can people go to find out more information of whether there's one open in their neighborhood? That's a great question, Allison. Uh, cooling centers are made up of a variety of different facilities. Senior centers, as Linda mentioned, libraries, community centers, um, and then other facilities as well. Um, a lot of those facilities are already accessible to the public, such as libraries that are open to the public any of their usual hours. But the cooling center plan asks some of our other partners, such as senior centers, to allow people in there that don't usually meet the criteria in which to access those programs. So during a cooling center event, we partner with all of these community centers and libraries and senior centers to 
give New Yorkers as many potential places to go to cool off as possible. Um, for them to find a cooling center that's open near them, we would ask them to call 311 or they could visit nyc.gov slash beat the heat. Linda, as Joanna mentioned, some of the cooling centers are senior centers. Tell us about how using senior centers as cooling centers can help keep seniors safe. There's over 260 senior centers in the city. So that puts one in every community just about, or mm-hmm. more than one. So wherever you live, you could um, look it up or you know visit the local senior center and, and partake of the air conditioning, which is what is required to be a cooling center. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to stay cool so that you will be well. Um, this place is where seniors can come. They can play games, they can have a book club, they can dance, they can have a throwdown party, they get to eat. It's all of these things that the senior centers become during cooling center time, which many seniors like to come there just for that. So instead of a cooling center, it's a cool center. Yeah, right, pretty I like much. That. Yeah. They're, far, they're far cooler than I am, that's what it sounds like. Now, Johanna, um, this question is for you. Uh, New York City Emergency Management uh, helps manage a program called the Advanced Warning System to message service providers who work with vulnerable populations like seniors. Um, Who are these service providers and how can service providers sign up for the Advanced Warning System? Uh, Allison, uh, our Advanced Warning System partners are a mix of service providers, as you mentioned, and also healthcare providers that work with vulnerable populations. Our partnership with them is really valuable because we feel like they know better how to message their patients and their clients better than the city knows how to. So what we like to do is we like to send our messaging to them and allow them to get it out to their clients and patients in the way that makes the most sense for them. Um, Some people may need a phone call because they are not on social media, they don't get emails, and no one knows that better than their service provider or their doctor. So we send out the advanced warning system messages and we send them out to the providers so that they can message their their clients and their and their patients. Um, if you're a provider and you feel like you would like to get these advanced warning system messages, uh, you can go online to register and the website is advancedwarningsystemnyc.org. It's very cool. So in addition to Notify NYC, which is the city's emergency communications program, which we highly encourage every New Yorker to sign up for, the fact that there is also a program specifically for service providers is very cool. So, Johanna, we've been talking about senior centers as cooling centers, which I think are really just cool centers because they get to do so many great activities. That's the new name for it now. It should be the new name for it now. We have to patent that. Um, Remind me after we wrap. So... (laughs) New York City cooling centers, I know that there are over 500 locations that people can visit. Okay, wow. So are they open all summer long? That's a great question, Allison. Some of them, such as the libraries, are open to the general public all the time. There are other ones, such as senior centers and community centers, that are set up to serve very specific populations most of the year. During a heat emergency, though, they open up to everyone in the city, as we mentioned before. Um, so when the city issues a heat emergency, that's very much um, very well messaged. And during that time, all of these 500-plus centers are open to the general public. Wow. So people can visit nyc.gov slash beat the heat or call 311 to find out 
uh, where these cooling centers are located, which is fantastic. And, you know, Linda already mentioned that we have almost one community center or senior center per neighborhood, right? Wow, yeah. that's, just, that's just remarkable. And uh, the good thing about it, as Joanna said, is that the city will message prior to a heat emergency to notify the public um, that these cooling centers are going to be open. So you can call 311 or you could check the website uh, to find your nearest cooling center or, as Allison likes to say, cool center. It is a cool center. <laughs> want them to invite me in. <laughs> So New York City Emergency Management, along with the Department for the Aging and the New York City Health Department, has worked uh, on a Beat the Heat ad campaign featuring older New Yorkers providing heat-related safety tips. Uh, We've worked with Mayor David Dinkins, uh, along with seniors from New York City's senior centers. Linda, this question is for you. I want to know how important is it for seniors to get involved in helping to prepare each other and other New Yorkers for heat emergencies? Beat the Heat is a program that seeks to strengthen the community cohesion, resilience, and reduce vulnerabilities to adverse heat impacts for seniors. And this program reaches out to those seniors who are in vulnerable communities. And what it does is distribute extreme weather preparedness tips and safety messaging before the heat season comes, as well as during those emergency periods Mm -hmm. uh, when there's heat. And one of the most important things is that it has partners that check in on the elders who are at risk for heat emergencies. Yeah. And I mean, one of the uh, messaging tips that we use is to be a good neighbor, you know, make sure that you check in on um, your family, your friends, especially those who you know are vulnerable or those who may live alone uh, to make sure that they're okay. Absolutely. Um, And to our listeners, you can view the Beat the Heat ads in local newspapers, bus shelters, and Link NYC kiosks throughout the city uh, starting uh, this season and through, uh, I think, through the beginning of fall. Right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Very exciting. It's uh, we absolutely love this campaign. It's been really wonderful working with the Department for the Aging and the city's health department on this. It's really important to message and emphasize that, you know, extreme heat, you know, affects all New Yorkers and we all need to take steps to be prepared. Great conversation with Linda and Johanna about heat emergencies and how seniors can be prepared. For those wanting to know more information, you can get tips by visiting nyc.gov forward slash beat the heat or call 311. Remember, be a good neighbor, be a good buddy, especially during times of extreme heat. It's important. New Yorkers need to depend on one another, especially when there's a weather emergency. That's this edition of Prep Talk. If you like what you heard, you can listen anytime online or through your favorite RSS feed. Until next time, stay safe and prepared.